Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of The Written Word with your host The Frontiest. As you all know, recently the mental health matters movement and its slogans have gained a lot of traction in India and abroad. But how much do we really know about what it is like to live life as a person in afflicted by these things? Not much, right? So, I sat down with a friend of mine, Anjal Gehi, who calls herself the tarot therapist. We'll get into that, what that is, what it means in the episode. And uh, so I sat down with Anjal and we had a discussion about what mental health is, what it's like to be suffering from issues like depression, anxiety and whatnot, and what the friends, family members, caregivers of mental health patients can actually do for them what it is that they actually need all this and many more important points were covered during this conversation so what i need from all of you is to share this episode as much as possible because sometimes people who are suffering from these afflictions don't really know where to reach out for help or how to do it so if through our collective efforts we are able to reach even one person who needs help right now i would consider it a job well done but of course i can't do it alone not without your help so i hope you listen to this episode very carefully and i hope you share it as much as possible as always thank you for listening hi anjal hi sunandini how are you doing good 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 to connect with you Thank you so much for inviting me here. Are <laughs> my pleasure. I genuinely thought you know that uh, mental health is one dialogue that we really need to talk about more. So nobody better than you for that. Yes, yes, mental health is a very important topic and I feel that a lot of people don't have enough awareness about it. So I feel this would be a great platform to get them to understand what exactly is therapy and yeah. you know what is the importance of mental health. Yeah, hopefully. So, shall we begin? Yes. Okay. So, I would like to begin with the the title that you have, the offbeat mm-hmm. therapist. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a story behind it. Will you share it with me? Yes, definitely. Well, uh music has been my personal savior when it comes uh-huh. to regulating my own emotions and uh calming my mind. So, right. practice and discipline in music has helped me and that forced me to learn music therapy which i now use for anxiety depression substance abuse and uh, even with my clients with special needs and it works wonders that's amazing wonderful so that's why i call myself the offbeat therapist okay all right so uh, anshul uh, for the listeners just uh, would you please elaborate on what it is that you do what's your forte Right. So I am a psychotherapist and uh, I work with uh, clinical cases they may be mood disorders or substance use issues or people just struggling with de- depression or anxiety mm-hmm. or any other uh, relationship issues come out a lot. So my job as a therapist is to help them uh, learn how to regulate their emotions because certain situations in life can't be changed and what we need to do is not focus on that change but to focus on how we can cope with all of the obstacles that are coming 
in front of us so my job as a therapist is to help people cope with all of these difficult situations that life throws at us and uh, these situations can absolutely bring us down they can break us down and sometimes we don't even feel like leaving our bed and uh, daily chores like cooking or uh, maintaining social relationships becomes so difficult when you're right. struggling with a mental illness you know that's what i'm so glad you used the word coping because uh, we have so much of toxic positivity you know in uh, mental health issues that people don't realize that what somebody who's suffering from mental health really needs is just tools to cope with their day to day life right yes they're not looking for any kind of advice they're not yeah. looking for any kind of solutions what mostly i've seen my clients want is a year to listen to and while exactly. they're talking to me a lot of awareness comes into them you know i yeah. uh play the role of a mirror and they'll uh-huh. be talking to me and uh, they'll start uh, projecting their own fears and their own anxieties out onto uh-huh. me and then they start realizing okay that this is where it's coming from and that right. is the first step to learn how to start coping with uh, mental illnesses that's wonderful what well, that's a very good insight in fact into what you do Okay so one more question i had for you is uh, i saw a lot of uh, tarot cards i think in fact the first time i came across your page you were giving you were doing tarot readings for people so right. what made you think of combining tarot with what you do right so i don't do tarot readings i use mm-hmm. tarot as a tool right. for therapy so uh, like there's art therapy and uh, you know there have been certain uh, methods in psychoanalysis that have been designed around the same concept Mm-hmm. so uh, the ink blot test uh, i'm not very sure if you know about this but yeah, this is about just... oh you know about this right yeah. so it's just a random drop of ink which is dropped on paper yeah. and the paper is folded in two pieces and then yeah. it forms a random image and mm. then the client looks at that image based on and they tell you what uh, they see yes yes yeah. and that's really important because that shows their conditioning their background what yeah. kind of thought processes are going on what exactly are they struggling with so mm-hmm. the same thing with tarot so i use the tarot cards as ambiguous pictures that mm-hmm. de- depict everyday life right. and i ask my clients to create a story around it and this uses a lot of narrative uh, therapy techniques and this story that they create around the image that they see helps me understand what is it that they're struggling with what is it that they're not being able to bring out to their consciousness what is basically hidden underneath that needs to come out so that's why tarot therapy is different from a tarot reading yeah it sounds fascinating in fact you know you almost make it sound fun i don't know if that's <laughs> the right thing to say here but like yeah that's what it sounds like yes yes Which just to bring some because, light yeah mm-hmm. but, you know because the whole point is to remove the stigma and make it less uh, intimidating i guess yes yes because yeah. people come with a lot of heavy heavy issues and you yeah. need to try to make it a little less serious for them try to lift them up a little and i feel tarot is a great way to do that because one there is already one associated uh, a uh, perception about tarot that says okay it's going to tell you your future or it's going to tell you what <laughs> yeah. to do yeah so when the client takes out the card for themselves nobody is going to tell them what to do but themselves so the client has no other option but to try and find solutions that work for them and that's how tarot therapy works that's great i'm so glad you thought of this it's so path breaking yeah 
Thank you so much. It's it's uh, based on Carl Jung's methods. If uh, you know any of your listeners would like to research about this, it's uh, based on psychoanalysis. Okay. All right. Okay. So, Anshul, tell me, have you noticed yourself becoming more jaded after working with people, or would you say that you're more hopeful? Well, I can't allow people's uh, situations to impact me. You know, mm-hmm. that's uh, one of my biggest roles as a therapist, which even I find difficult. being an empath and uh, you know understanding people's issues sometimes it's very easy to get dragged into the issue yeah. but as a therapist i have to maintain that neutral perspective so even though it affects me whatever is happening to my client mm-hmm. i still have to detach myself and understand that that's their issue and right. i have right. to help them see it more clearly detach and um, so therefore i can't lose any hope if i lose hope then that shows on to my client and mm. uh, that's very anti therapeutic so i have to have to keep my hopes up at all times and see what works best for the therapist so uh, sorry for the client so i don't mm. actually um, don't think i've become jaded uh, it's made me stronger for sure that's very well said okay so who or what kind of person from our everyday lives do you think needs therapy the most without realizing it wow that's a very difficult question to answer because i think it's everybody i think it's everybody yeah. uh, everybody is uh, eligible for therapy it's not just people that you know are mm. going through a rock bottom phase in their life like people may be struggling with um you know minor minor things like not being know no not knowing what kind of career to go forward with or right. not understanding where their interest lies and that's why they're not being able to put themselves in the world so there are a lot of reasons why therapy is helpful and why everyone should come to therapy but there is so much stigma around yeah, it that yeah, people absolutely. think that uh, only if i'm depressed or only if you know i'm unable to handle myself do i need mm. therapy and sometimes yeah. we go on living with our problems and we go on living with the same perspectives and it makes us feel stuck but we don't uh, want to to go and seek help so that is something that needs to be changed you know it's so uh, pertinent that you said that because that brings me to my next question why mm-hmm. do you think there's such a stigma around mental health in our country despite you know big names like dipika padukone openly speaking about it right um i can understand why the stigma is there uh, you know it's uh, i i've heard a lot of people also say that people with mental illnesses can be violent or aggressive right. Right. but uh, i don't i wouldn't consider or tag their behavior as aggressive mm-hmm. it just may come off like that because they're not able to regulate their mood and right. uh, they're not able to deal with the feelings they don't know any other way at that moment other than to lash out or to shout or to be angry so they're and, kind of uh, hopeless uh, sorry helpless in front of their emotions because they don't know how to regulate them correctly right yes which yes. is exactly why they're in therapy yes yes that makes sense that makes sense yes yeah. so uh, you know this can cause a lot of stigma because yeah in the end you know you'll always say that the person with the mental illness started this fight or yeah. uh, the person with this mental illness committed this crime but mm-hmm. nobody wants to see uh, how the person had no other choice or how the person has had a difficult background uh, certain things that the, the person is or the client is struggling with since his childhood which mm-hmm. is impacting their behavior at this point right which is the, which is again you know it's an important conversation to have 
Yes, definitely. Like when we think about the criminals and the criminal system in our country, especially in India, nobody cares about what has happened to the criminal. Everybody only cares about the consequence. What has the yeah. criminal done? Very and then true. he's tagged as a criminal, and then he's outcasted, and then basically his whole life is uh, not not up to good quality. And mm. uh, you know, we we as humans need to try and understand that uh, you know the. there are certain things we've been conditioned to certain things we've learned and some people have seen more hardships or have not been able to cope with their hardships as as the others yeah and because not all of us get you know a loving comfortable home or supportive yes. parents growing up so i mean yes. obviously that's going to reflect in your personality yes yes and that's what happens and that's why there is this big stigma around mental health that okay these guys are crazy or yeah. if i go to therapy i'm crazy or something's wrong with me but it's just uh, such a basic life skill to yeah. be able to regulate your emotions and a lot of us don't know that and we're still working it out even as a therapist i feel i'm still working out on learning emotional regulation it's not you know a one pill fixes everything it's mm. it's a process time it takes practice it's a lot yeah plus i think a lot of indians na growing up our references about mental health have been these over the top dramatic hindi movies right so think, uh, that's also another reason why we don't understand much about it right exaggerating what actually happens not yeah. portraying the disorder like for example my name is khan sharukh khan has yeah. autism and yeah. uh, it's not portrayed exactly like how autism actually is and yeah. people still are not aware about the special need which is so common in mm. india today and i i so loved much- uh, no but autism no tari zameepa did not talk about autism dyslexia i talked about yes that was yeah, dyslexia that was accurate that was an accurate yes. depiction of dys- dyslexia i think Yes, yes, that actually was an accurate uh, depiction of dyslexia, and it also shows, you know, when you go through certain um, psychological conditions like uh, mental retardation, as we call it, or if your IQ level is a little low, then right. a lot of other things in your life get affected. Your relationships and how you behave or function in a group setting, and how you can put your skills out there. Everything gets affected, so everything is interrelated. So That is so true. Okay, so as someone who works in this field, what would you mm-hmm. say to people to dispel the negativity and men- misunderstandings around mental health? You know, besides asking them to stop watching Hindi movies, that <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I would definitely love to tell them that each person is unique, and mm-hmm. uh, labeling uh, their uh, emotions or the way they behave as wrong or right. or you know it shouldn't have been done or it should have been done is not going to lead us anywhere that just leaves us leaves us with no support system right. and constantly uh, living in black and white and uh, there there is no place for black and white on earth it's just gray so i would uh, like to tell everybody that uh, you know emotions are a very complex part of human life and mm-hmm. uh, people are constantly doing actions based on their emotions maybe be trying to make themselves happy or trying to get a job it's all for their own emotions to feel right. good good right. about themselves so to stop judging you know when people are acting out and oh, if you so are important yes, yes yes and to you know if you feel that you're in a better space mentally mm-hmm. then 
support the other person and try to understand where is this emotion coming from instead of taking it personally and being like hey you know what the hell you can't say this to me or uh, you know you can't act this way try to understand where is this behavior coming from because it may have nothing to do with you right and yeah people fail to understand that so i would just encourage everybody to give everybody some space be more understanding listen listen mm-hmm. a lot more yeah especially i think after this pandemic because a side effect of this pandemic has been that a lot of people are going into depression because of yes. lack of uh, you know social interaction and all that yes yes so yeah and... it's going to be difficult coming out of that Yes and uh, imagine all of these people that uh, you know have been in isolation even without the pandemic so yeah. this has just basically been their life and now the whole world is starting to understand the importance of mental health and yes, how social interactions uh, play a role here yeah i think even that uh, sushant singh rajput's death sparked mm-hmm. a conversation on mental health right because initially yes. they were ruling it as suicide Yes, yes, and those were the initial days, and now they've completely turned it to something else. And yeah. uh, let's not get into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, But okay, yes, so uh, huh. please go ahead. I just wanted to make a note about suicide. You know, it's uh, often times we, you know, when people who are suicidal, they say that I don't want to live. Mm-hmm. but uh, you know uh, to everyone listening to this podcast, if you find someone that tells you they don't want to live. please help them see that they don't want to continue living this way it's not that they want to end their life but they want to end being in this state so to bring that focus back to the present you know and uh, not make it uh, a quality of theirs that they're suicidal and instead look at it as a situational thing that occurs i feel uh, you know this is how we can build a support system around us so we also need to be you know training everybody everybody on how to support other people on how to communicate and yeah this is very important so yes wow. that that, that okay. was all i had to say about suicide that is just i mean that blew me away i mean they don't want to continue living this way that's so important i mean sometimes just the smallest distinctions in how we understand what the other person is saying make all the difference right right yes it's amazing yes. Okay. Yes, it's it's uh, all about reframing the sentences right. that you've put up in your head and uh, that can make a whole world of a difference. Right. So, uh, Anjali is it uh, you know like I personally feel that people would be more willing to seek help if they weren't worried about how it makes them look. How do you mm-hmm. think we can change that collectively like what is it that we can do? Very tricky, very very tricky because yeah. people come into therapy uh because uh you know they've been burdened by everything everybody else has told them mm-hmm. and that's why they're in therapy and they yeah. are worried about how they look but that is something we work through in therapy on how to not care about what somebody else um you know is looking mm-hmm. at you like so right. to right. to only be focused on yourself definitely is a therapeutic journey mm-hmm. so it's not going to be an easy task uh you know collectively but uh, yeah support and understanding that you know nobody is uh, immune from mental health issues is i right. think a big starting point right okay well said uh, okay so now for a happy question what has been mm-hmm. the most rewarding moment in your practice so far well when i see my clients make progress undoubtedly <laughs> Right. Yes, so it it feels like uh, yes, you know, uh, the methods that you're employing are working, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, 
the client is making certain important changes in his or her life that he's decided to do it's not a solution that i have offered the client right. comes up with these with goals the client down. yes yes and you know how they they're, they're uh, practically using everything they learn in therapy is beautiful to watch right so anybody who's taken an 180 degree turn without naming names anyone in particular who comes to mind okay not a 180 turn but yes getting there for sure for sure okay. getting there uh, i do have one client uh, mm-hmm. actually i do have quite a few clients who've made uh, you know a large amount of progress mm-hmm. so i see these progress uh, this progress in terms what conditions mm-hmm. did they have when they came to you anxiety depression uh huh uh-huh. and uh, yeah mostly this mostly anxiety mostly is yeah all right and uh, we do get substance abuse cases as well but mm-hmm. uh, i've not worked very avidly with them so i'll right. focus on the anxiety but yes it's very um, rewarding to watch them overcome their anxiety you know starting with the thought patterns that are causing the anxiety and then learning certain uh, coping mechanisms that work best for them trying mm-hmm. to detach from that feeling it's a beautiful process yeah it sounds like okay So uh, any parting thoughts for us Anshul Just be open and gentle to everybody you may never know what the other person's story is or what they're going through and you know people think that depression is something uh you know that you're just lying in bed all day mm-hmm. well that is depression yes that you're not eating yes but you can also hold a job you can also be handling a family and still be depressed you can also right, be smiling around i'm so glad you said that yeah yes that's yes so um you like to uh, look into the dsm and be like okay these are the tick boxes for depression mm-hmm. so i have depression and then you know if somebody is not is somebody is functional and going to work but is still feeling really low cannot be classified as a, as having a depressive episode because the dsm doesn't allow that and breaking away from that you know trying to understand that everybody goes through something or the other and everybody finds it hard to cope with some things or the other but uh, be gentle try to understand listen a lot more don't judge mm-hmm. don't take things personally that's the biggest everybody wants to take it oh why is this person doing this to me but you know there may be nothing to do with you you know that person's behavior may have nothing to do with you So right. stop taking everything personally I feel that's really important for all of our mental well-being. All right. So uh, one more thing Archal very important mm-hmm. uh, we can find you on Instagram right? Would you like to mention yes. your handle once? Yes, I'm called uh, the offbeat therapist on Instagram uh, mm-hmm. or you can also find me as Anchal Gehi. and uh, that's where uh, i take my bookings or if you'd like to see the kind of thoughts that i work with or my approaches then please feel free to visit my instagram account as that will show you you know what kind of a therapist i am and if you feel that my methods would work for you then it's great you can come to me we can fix an appointment and uh, we can see how it goes from there wonderful angel it was so wonderful talking to you and i'm so glad we touched upon the most important aspects of mental health today thank you thank so you much so for much. taking the time yeah thank you thank you so much sanandini have a good Absolute day pleasure. you too thank you angel okay bye bye